Welcome to It's a Lot of Pressure podcast episode five. I'm Lori Farnworth. And I'm Adrian Kirtland and we're two working moms trying to figure out how to keep it all together. Today we'll be talking about sleep. How do we manage as parents on less sleep? How do we manage bedtime routines? I mean, honestly, it's a lot of pressure. All right, we're starting the night Here with some uh, Winking Owl Pinot Grigio from Aldi. Woo-hoo. Cheers. That was a, mm-hmm. kind of a harsh little cheers there. Anyway. It's been a week. <laughs> it has been a long it week. It has been a week. It's Friday. It is Friday. Friday. Whew. So, it's been a week. Uh, you know, we're talking about bedtime routines, and I just um, traded off a few minutes ago with my husband for my son because he was not all the way to sleep and we kind of cuddle with him <laughs> until he falls asleep. We do that with both of our kids. Mm-hmm. Although um, the older girl, she she does a little bit better job of putting herself to sleep. But, um, you know, we still hang out for quite a while. I think this is the point where I should say I'm jealous, but I'm not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, as we started talking about that this this week, I literally said to you, I hate bedtime. Yeah. It's hard. I know. Uh, and I have it's my a lot moments. Of work. I have my moments for sure. Sure. And honestly, when I was putting the boy to bed, there's always, it seems like even though I'm, I'm kind of loving it in the middle, in the middle of it, when we're um, cuddling together or reading our books or something, but um, we were cuddling tonight and he just kind of decided suddenly that he wanted to take a bath. Though earlier he didn't want to take a bath, and oh, I was like, I "Oh yeah, that. we're not gonna, we're not gonna do a bath. Uh, that's fine. You don't want to do it." Mm-hmm. And then we're laying together and cuddling, and he goes, "I want to take a bath," and I go, mm, mm. "Nope, you passed your window. Sorry, we're in bed now." Right. And I just kind of let him go on about it for a minute, and yeah. I said, "No, it's over." And finally, he, he settled back down and cuddled up. But and he was not happy about that he revelation. Yeah, he wasn't happy about it. And so one of my favorite parts of the night is um, I love cuddling with um, the kids and, you know, reading our books. And I sing to them, although Lucas doesn't always like the singing. <laughs> um, sometimes he'll tell me to be quiet. And he'll go, don't sing. Yeah, um, I get that. But... Um, my older girl, she loves it, and she always wants to sing. And um, Silent Night, that's the song. We okay. ev- always Silent Night. And then um, after that, we play a few songs. Like right now, it's like fro- we play a Frozen song, and um, we play a song for Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. uh, Feed the Birds. Which is a beautiful that's a good song. song. That's it's a, a good beautiful song. song. Yeah, that's a good bedtime right? song. Right, so um, uh, All Is Found, I think, is the Frozen song from Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All Is Found, I think that's what it's called. Um, I don't know, I have voice. I don't, I, I'm not even sure if I'm, we saying, even if I'm getting it. it right. Yeah, we haven't and even then, seen the second one yet. Um, and then we do the Feed the Birds, and then after that, she always wants to hear the song from Anastasia. Um, the, oh, yeah. The uh, uh, Once Upon a December. Uh-huh. Right, so Good we, stuff. so we listen to it's those my favorite three non-Disney cartoon movies. Love it's that movie. It's so good. Uh-huh. It has wonderful music, and um, 
So we listen to those songs, and I just kind of cuddle and and uh, and do all that thing. And mm-hmm. I really love that my older girl is old enough that she's reading. So yeah. sometimes I read <clears throat> to her, and we kind of take turns. Sometimes she reads to me. And I'll be honest, sometimes she'll read to me, and I'll just lay there and close my eyes and listen to her read. And I'll just tell her, I'll go, you just read to me. I'm going to lay here and relax. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. We've started doing that part. That that one has started to happen mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And my while my youngest, while we're putting him to sleep, we then, uh, my oldest, she, you know, she kind of has a little snack before bed and hangs out, sort of does her own thing. She might play a couple video games or she might um, watch a couple shows and have some popcorn. That's her big thing. Um, and then... You know, brushes her teeth and do our do our reading and songs. That's about it. But do you stay till she goes to sleep? Not necessarily. No. I mean, if we've done our songs, uh, that might be it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So sometimes she'll ask. Uh, not every time, but sometimes she'll say, can you stay a little longer? And yeah, it right. depends on the night. Some nights I'll go, sure, yeah, I'll lay with you a little longer. And some nights I go... No, that's it. You're giving me a big hug and right, and I'm off. Right. So we have three, which bedtime was a lot easier when it was just one. Bedtime with three is a little trickier. Um, but the baby, who's will be two soon, is she's the easiest. She's the only one. She's the best sleeper and always has been basically since she stopped breastfeeding. Like, she's been amazing. She'll sleep 12 to 13 hours at night and still takes one to two naps during the day. And she's easy. Quick bath, change of clothes, and then while I'm helping the boys get their showers and get ready for bed, she's in there playing, and then I'll sit on the floor in there and we read a couple books and whatever. And then pretty much by 6.15, 6.30, it's, okay, night-night time, and she tells everybody good night. I pick her up, set her down in her crib, and walk out the door. That's pretty awesome. Yes, I don't it is. think I ever really had that that uh, easy of a put down with. I with did any not of with the, the other, other two. Kids. So I think you know somebody was looking out like, okay, we're gonna let you let you have this one easy because <laughs> the middle one not right. so much. Um, but it, I even like put in my notes. I was like, if if my first two had been like that, I'd have like ten kids. If they all slept like that. That would be amazing. I'd need a lot more hands on deck to manage 10. But if all you have to do is walk in and put them in there and walk away. You still got to deal with feeding and uh, everything that's else. That's true. So, I'm I mean, just talking if about we're... the sleep aspect. <laughs> it's just a lo- there's a lot of things to consider. Yeah. My husband yeah. and I have talked about, like, we, you know, we could have lots of kids if, if we had, like, you know, nannies. Like, I need right. help. I would right. need hired help. And the okay. laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Come there's on. a lot of laundry. I'm, we're not, we're not Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt here raising a whole, a whole army Litter of children. Right? I, yeah. I don't have. I, I, I'm sure they got some help in there. Right. Helping out with all of those kids. That's a, that's a lot to manage all yeah. at once, right? Yeah. So she's the easy one. Now. The boys, I could rock and they would fall asleep on me, and then I could move them. That no. She does not. She goes into her crib awake all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's both sides of that. She will not nap in the car. She will not oh, wow. nap. Mm-mm. Very rarely does she nap in really? the car. She'll skip instead of napping in the car. Okay. Unless she is pushed beyond the point 
where we've like skipped morning nap and but then you can't move her oh wow to a bed. Mm-mm. so that drive better be like 45 minutes so that or, she can actually get a full nap in yes. or else it's not happening correct So that's the downside. But because I work from home, I don't have to worry about that so much. Like, she gets her naps most days. And then the couple of days a week during the weekdays that I'm off, we either do our stuff all in the morning and then we're home by, like, 11 or 11.30 Mm -hmm. so she can go to sleep. Or we time our errands around the naps. So we're still in that phase with her, which is fine. Um, It gets me out of some things like, sorry, that's right at nap time. So we can't come. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that though. Sometimes for your you own, do for your own sanity. For your own sanity. I mean, you can't. You you just can't bend over backwards when you've got all this. No. All this stuff going on with kids. Two o'clock on a it's weekend really afternoon tough. is the worst time to do anything. <laughs> because you can't get a morning nap in. Yeah. Because they probably slept in a little bit, stayed yeah. up late, slept in a little bit, so they're not ready for an afternoon mm-hmm. nap or a morning nap. And then you have to be somewhere at two. So you have to get everybody packed up and ready and going. There's so much packing involved There's so with much children. Packing. We're way off topic. I know, so, I know, I know. Anyway. So the, <laughs> the baby's easy. She's the easiest for bedtime routine, for sleep. Right. You know, if she wakes up in the middle of the night crying, there's probably a problem. Uh-huh. Either she's sick or she pooped or oh. something. Um, my boys are four years apart. So I have the four-year-old and the eight-year-old. And the let's start with the eight-year-old. He is easier than the four-year-old. He has always required and still requires like 10 to 12 hours of sleep. That's amazing. So they've always gone to bed early. Now we're, we're an early household. Everyone is dressed and downstairs and eating breakfast by like 6.15. So we've always been like that. Even when... Before I worked from home and we did daycare, they were still out the door by like 6.15, dressed, breakfast, out the door. Wow. So we've always been an early household. I so mean, we, that means we go to bed earlier. Right. So the kids go to bed early. And they still do. There's many weeknights, at least a few during the week, where the eight-year-old is in bed before seven. Oh, my And probably goodness. close to asleep. Boy. But I, he also swims yeah. three to four nights a week. So, but how do you fit that in? Because is swim practice truly that early that you can no, make not it happen always before seven. Um, he's usually asleep by seven. Th- I mean, seven thirty is pushing it. I mean, if he's awake past seven thirty, there's usually a problem where he's dawdling. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. And then he gets up normally around six on well, his I own. I know you stick to your routine. We I mean, do. You have a very, very uh, regimented routine when it comes to sleep. Ours is a little more, a little more laid back. But your kids and, sleep in too, don't and they? And my kids, well, I mean, on the weekends for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they'll sleep in. Um, Sleeping the- in for us is seven. Like, if there's a child asleep past seven, we're dancing. Oh, no. Uh, my old girl, my older girl will sleep until 10 some mornings. Oh, my God. I like, can't wait for the Like, right now, years. she's still up. She's upstairs. She's hanging out. She's doing her thing. And it's 8.45 at night. Yeah. She's fine because she's going to fall asleep and she's not getting up until probably 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. The I'm baby's be- been Maybe asleep. nine. The baby was down about 20 after yeah. six tonight because she, mm-hmm. she's snotty and coughing and right. stuff. So she was ready. She was asking to go to bed. <laughs> um, 
the middle was down about 7.15 right before I left. And the oldest was going to bed when I left the house at 7.30. Right. So, I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. So, the oldest, he goes to bed. And the, the four-year-old is the one we've always had the problem with. Mm-hmm. Now, ru- bedtime routine is not necessarily the problem with him. The problem is staying in bed. And it has always been the problem with him. He was 10 months old when he decided he was not going to sleep in his crib anymore. (laughs) And he would wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning every night on the dot at 2 o'clock in the morning screaming his bloody head off. And you, we did everything for him to get him to sleep in his crib. And at that point, I was just done. And so I would pick him up out of the crib. We would go to the guest bedroom. I would lay down in the bed. He would lay down next to me, and we would go back to sleep. He would go right back to sleep. It was infuriating. Mm -hmm. But if I put him in our bed, if I laid with, like, laid in the bedroom, sat in the chair, anything, no. Mm -mm. He was trying to climb out at 10 months. He was done. So he never went back in his crib. Like, he would start there, and then by 2 o'clock in the morning, I was in a different location with him. Oh, my. And then at... Probably like 14 or 15 months, we put him in a toddler bed and put him in the same room with his brother. And then he did better. He still got up three to six times a night type thing. But he did better being in the same room. He did. And over time, those occurrences then were excuses. I need to go potty. I need to do this. I need to do that. (laughs) I need to fix my blankets. I need a drink. I'm snotty. Uh-huh. Like the the amount of excuses that child gives are <laughs> ridiculous. Just so we've keep always up with new ones. yeah we've just always struggled with him. And so even so he just turned four in November. So he's almost what almost four and a half. And finally, I did like we had some bad bad nights after we moved. And we were trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. New room, new situation, same bed, but new room, new house. They're a little further away. He's a little further away from us than he was before. So, okay, I'm going to give... But when we were, like, consistently six to seven times a night, where I would still be awake before he got up the first time, I hadn't even gone to sleep yet before he'd already started getting on his... Yeah. His multiple times. So that's when we, like, we have to do something. We've tried melatonin, Benadryl... Like, we have done everything over the years with this child. And for his birthday, I found a Toy Story weighted blanket. And I'm going to buy six of those. Like, I'm just going to continue to buy <laughs> you them, them. for everything. For the naps. For, for yeah. anywhere you go. Yeah. Car. Yeah. And I mean, and when he's tired, he goes to sleep. That's not the problem. He yeah. just doesn't stay asleep. Wow. So I've just figured out that the oldest requires so much more sleep than the middle one. He just doesn't require that much. Yeah. He can function. He doesn't have major meltdowns. But we were in this cycle where we didn't sleep at night. And then we'd take a nap and start the whole process over again. So the weighted blanket has helped significantly. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the problem's not going to sleep. It's staying asleep oh my. for him. It's so interesting how they all have different, such different... Uh, right issues with sleep and food and everything oh you know? yeah there, there's just so much differences so many differences that uh you know i guess uh i i think going in you think that if you've got all the first my kid, one figured you've out you got it figured out you'll right. be fine and right. then you get the second one you're thrown for a curve and it's kind of like oh wow i didn't know 
I didn't know this was going to be so different. No. Um, and it is. It's very, it's <laughs> so different. So uh, kind of the first thing we started, um, my husband's a teacher. And when we had our first, he was a teacher and a swim coach like he is now. And mm-hmm. what we did was because most of the time that was like his time with him at night because I worked day shift in the hospital a few days a week as a nurse. And so my days off, I had the whole day with him. Yeah. And so if he was home, if my husband was home and didn't have a swim meet or something late at school, he did bedtime. I would, as soon as they were done with dinner, as soon as everybody was done eating, he would take him upstairs, did bath time, did bedtime and books and does the stories with the voices and all of that. (laughs) That's him. That's his thing. And he's continued to do that, but he's not home as many times in the evenings as he was before. And so it's more me. And I'm, I'm the one going, go potty go to your bed turn out the light that's the bedtime routine like we'll all read books together and with the oldest now being in second grade and he's reading more and we've pushed him towards chapter books this year sure because he's gravitating towards the comic book genre and we're trying to pull him into paragraphs because paragraphs are a lot more difficult to read Mm -hmm. and we noticed his flow was really bad so we've pulled him towards chapter books superhero related of course and so he reads out loud to the other two. Oh, that's nice. And so they like so. that. And they'll bring him books of their own for him to read. And he's enjoying that. So we do that kind of upstairs, just yeah. after baths and stuff. Everybody's kind of hanging out. We have a little loft area with some chairs. And so everybody just kind of hangs out. We don't go back downstairs. We don't turn on the cartoons and stuff. So we just kind of hang out until the baby goes to sleep. And once the baby's down... Then we might relocate to read some more. If we have like a reading long we need to complete for school or something. Do you have that to complete every night? Because we do. We do. So last year it was. Last year it was different. It was like specific books that they would be sent home and they had to read them and we had to sign off when they had read them. This year it's a it's a log. And sometimes it's um a specific thing like Mm -hmm. pages out of this book that they're using for their curriculum. Oh. Um, but we asked his teacher to recommend some chapter books that she felt like was more appropriate for what he needed to be focused on. Yeah. And so we have, and we he likes going to the library. He likes to type in the number and push hold, and then I go pick him up for Aww. him type thing. So he's doing a little bit better with that. But we do. We do have some kind of reading something that we have to complete every day. Right. That's part of the kitchen hour that we... Okay. He reads out loud while I'm cooking dinner. Oh, that's a fun. That's a fun way. Because, to do like it. I said, when we get to bedtime, once it's get to bed, I'm it's done. like bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Be yes. done. Shut your light out. <laughs> Don't get up and turn more lights on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it is so different though because they all need a little bit different thing. They do. And when you're pulled in so many directions. It's hard to keep it all straight. I can't be everything for everybody. Oh, that is the truth. That is hard. It is. It's really hard to find that balance sometimes. And it sometimes seems like it's, you know, just overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Now, I do have this question, and I know it was in my notes, but I know we didn't talk about it before. Do they prefer, like, say your son, who's three. Mm Mm-hmm decides that he is having a really hard time playing with your microphone i gotta fix this i know it's bothering me insane okay go ahead um (laughs) 
<laughs> so the three-year-old decides that he's not ready for bed like tonight and we're getting yeah. ready to podcast like is he fine with your husband finishing no. the routine no he had a big old cow mm. um he actually uh and 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 my husband he's really funny because like as we switch I'm, right. I'm giving hugs and i'm like it's okay right. daddy's gonna daddy's gonna take over he's right. gonna um finish putting you to bed good night sweetie and lucas is going no i want mommy mm-hmm. uh where um my husband saying rip off the band-aid you know he's like just go right <laughs> and mm-hmm. i'm going come on just let me let yeah. me comfort him <laughs> see i wish so, i wish so it was that the... easy like the the other two don't really care like the baby has been a little clingy but like i said like she's right. kind of sick and so she's been super clingy the last few days. Mm-hmm. Her new thing, a mama come, a mama yeah, come. Yes. Like, uh, my, it's my, so sad. My son right now is definitely in a in a mommy phase. Right. Only wants mommy. And even when it's time to say bye in the morning, doesn't want to say bye to daddy, doesn't want to, oh. like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me, he says. That's he hilarious. He will actually say that. Um, I but don't he'll think... say that to all of us at some point. Like, oh, okay. he'll say that to his grandma and grandpa. He'll say <laughs> to anybody. If they're don't looking look at, at him at a time when he doesn't want to be looked at, he'll say, don't look at me. I don't want a hug. You know? That's he'll funny. Just kind of protest. And, um... My yeah. middle's not that. Uh, He's know. not like that. I mean, he but was. But the older girl did that when she was young, too. So that yeah. was... That's definitely like it almost seems like just a trait that somehow one well, of I us know passed been, on. I know there've been nights when like we're out with our husbands and stuff and you're like we got to go the kids are still awake and I'm like what? Yeah. Like you're getting text messages from <laughs> babysitters and grandma like you need to come home and deal with this. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I get that. It's tough to get everybody to sleep. So I don't have problems with everybody staying asleep. Once they're asleep for the most part, they're good. Ugh. My son will sometimes wake up, especially if he's not feeling well, because occasionally he gets an ear infection or something. If he's not feeling well, he's going to get up, and it's going to be at 2 a.m. It's going to be at 11 uh, at night. It, you know, it's going to kind of hit here and there. Right. But I'll usually be able to get him back to sleep in 20 minutes or so and then leave and cross my fingers that it doesn't happen again. Sometimes one of us ends up, actually laying down and sleeping with him but uh the real uh struggle with us is just getting there like let's just get to sleep <laughs> once everybody is asleep yeah we're good we're for yeah. the most part home free until morning um, it's it's not that yeah. easy the four-year-old has never made it that easy because at those six and seven times he gets up in the middle of the night he does not want dad and so even if dad addresses him at all in any verbal <laughs> manner, he falls on the floor. What? Yeah. What? He's like throwing himself down Not on the screaming. Floor? Okay. Just, no, no. Just collapsing. Just falls over. Yeah. Just <laughs> collapsing because dad has spoken to me. So, so it's, it's very like, much like it's sometimes. It's just like playing possum. Like yes. he just like Sometimes I will dead. whisper to my husband, like I hear something, I'm like, is it crazy? Because I don't want it to be. I don't. I really don't want it to be. And he'll be like, yeah. And he's like, I'll handle it. I'm like, why? He's just going to wake other people up if you attempt to handle it. I'll get it. Because I can go 
and fix the blankets in 10 seconds and come back to bed and go right back to sleep. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah. Uh, Now, the weighted blanket has helped. It has Mm -hmm. cut the midnight, the nighttime visits down in half or less. I mean, that's a really good strategy that you found, this this I thought if it can work for adults... Maybe it can work for the kid, too. And, you know, he's right at the at the scale. Like, I did the research and looked at it. Like, is this something that's safe for kids? You know, you don't want to get something. And it's a Toy Story kids weighted blanket. And he's always been a pressure kid. You know, like, I want the big hug and I want to snuggle. Like, that's him. Extra squeezes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I can see that. So he likes it. But, man, that thing weighs a lot. So if it gets messed up. And he's tired. He can't get his feet back underneath it. And then I have to go fix it. So, you know. Uh, It's all about balance. I mean, it's what we're, I think that's what we're finding in all of these little conversations. Right. Is just figuring out, like, we all have our own way we do things. One's not really better than the other. It's just, although I might feel like mine's better. You may feel like yours better. Oh, no. Uh, for you. But you know what I mean? It, but it works it in is, our house. It works for your house. It works for your situation. Right. Uh, what you do would definitely not work for my kids. And what I do, you know, wouldn't work for you. So I think it is about finding finding kind of your the, the sweet spot of what's going to be most comfortable because just it's just hard. It's hard making it all work. It is. With sleep. It is. And And then if you have a bad night, who suffers? Not the kid. No, they're fine. They're They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. We suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because then ultimately, you know, we're going to sleep too, hopefully. I mean, that's the hope. Um, So, you know, I often battle with this. How much sleep do I need? Um, my, my my adult sleep has definitely changed oh for since sure I've, since I've had kids because I don't sleep the same way I don't sleep as much uh, I've I rediscovered don't, napping I don't think it's because like parents don't need as much sleep or something I think it's just you don't have a choice yeah this is what you're given <laughs> and you gotta roll with it I agree with that I agree with that you know there's I can't not get up and get my kid on the bus right I can't you know, choose to stay in bed anymore. So that's not really an option. Um, I didn't nap forever. Like basically Mm -hmm. after I had, I I remember being pregnant with my second and I would nap a lot then when I was pregnant Mm -hmm. with my second because my oldest was still kind of taking naps sometime or at least he would have his rest time and I could take a nap. But after I had my second and then pregnant with the third, I never took naps. And just in the last few months, I can sit, like, curl up in my big one-and-a-half-size mm-hmm. armchair thing that I love, yeah. and I can doze while the kids are watching a movie, and that's amazing. That is life-saving. I'm a big believer in taking a nap when you need it. If yeah. You can, if you can catch it. Yeah. Like, if and you it can is. make it's it It's a magic window. Yeah. Yeah. So my youngest, my young boy um, – he likes to, when we're watching a show or something, I love, this is like one of my favorite things about morning, even though he gets up a little earlier, like, he usually does get up, up, get up even on the weekend by 6.30 or 7, and when he does, he comes downstairs, we watch whatever show it is, I don't care, mm-hmm. it's something he wants to watch, and before I even get my coffee or anything, I just sit him down in my lap, and 
he likes to rub my wrist in a particular spot and I just like try <laughs> to just, like fall asleep yeah. while he sits on my lap and rubs my wrist and it's the best. Yeah. It's so great. Just getting that one little extra nap in the morning. It's just enough mm-hmm. to help me deal with the fact that I didn't get a lot of sleep and it's the weekend. Like here right. I am. It's the weekend. weekend. It's, I'm weekend. supposed to be making up some sleep and um you know you know how you make up the sleep and this is this is what I find myself <laughs> doing is that I'm into a show or like the other night I was watching the debate mm-hmm. on TV and so then I was up late watching that and then by the time I go to sleep I get like 6 hours and then I'm grumpy and right. it's just not and then you just got and then you just do you just got to plug just, through the day more coffee exactly. like I'm just going to I'm just going to pump through this with more uh, and adrenaline and caffeine. Yeah. It's I do be that fun. for like four or five <laughs> days on end in a row. And then I'm like, I'm going to bed and it's like eight ten at right. night. <laughs> like I'm going to bed. Yeah. And I do. And that's, that's like how I catch up. Cause the weekends we don't catch up because the kids are up before seven. Mm-hmm. Like there's no catching up. Yeah. So we don't, we don't get that and I work Sundays so I'm up and usually working by seven on Sundays anyway so what do you do you know to maybe not really get your own sleep but 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 after the kids are all in bed how do you unwind how do you like relax and you know besides our our wine here that we're drinking which I'm pretty sure we both need a refill we do so we're gonna be real refilling that while I give a while we talk um but what, what do you do to kind of chill after kid, after you finally got everybody asleep yeah. and it's all good and hopefully, you know, the middle child's not going to wake up in an hour. Right, right. Normally I get till about 11. He usually doesn't yeah. do his first first bedtime visit or nighttime visit until about 11. Um, so I get a little bit of time. But it's my bathtub for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a large jetted garden tub. That I'm so was, jealous of that. You should be. Like this is this is my <laughs> third house and the best bathtub I, ever. I, I need one of those really bad. But I first really world one. problems. I can't watch a show okay. with the jets on. Oh, so that's aw. a problem. Right. Wait, you wait, can't wait. Hear it. Wait, you can't watch a show with the jets on. How are you watching one with it all? Or do you have, like, the tablet up or something? Oh, I have my Kindle up, and I'm watching Netflix oh while gosh. I'm in my bathtub. Oh, that, every day. That reminds me of a friend that, of a fam, of a friend that we know who has, like, the big jacuzzi bathtub. And has and a TV. And has a huge TV There's on the wall. There's a wall for it and an oh, outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's pre- you have the preparation for it. It's possible. You could do it. I could do it. Oh, man. I don't that think is, my husband would be. Wait, I don't think I would ever a, get out of the bathtub. Uh, here's the thing. I would never read again. I would have. I I'm already. I'm already having a hard time reading mm-hmm. because I used to read all the time. I've to read relax. two books in the last oh couple my weeks. God. I know. You really? I in really the, did. In a couple weeks. In two weeks, I've oh, read two amazing. books. It now really they're is. novels. <laughs> you know, so they're like 400 pages, maybe. You know, like three good, to 400 though. pages, that's but they're good. real fast. You know, murderish type stuff. Yeah. So, but that's so I do. So I take my equipment is what John, my Your husband equipment. calls it. My equipment up to the bathtub. I have my Kindle tablet, and I have a drink of some kind. It's not always wine. Um, (laughs) Sometimes it's just water. For me, it's a little wine or whiskey. If I drink whiskey in the bathtub, that would be bad. 
Oh, that would be bad. That's only like a recent development that I've said. The whiskey thing is a new thing for you. Yeah. 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 And a show. And it's usually not like a funny TV show. It's usually something that I was trying to watch earlier and the kids were loud and I needed to watch it again. Or Grey's. I've been known to go to the bathtub. Right. Like and watch Grey's live while I'm in the bathtub. Okay. So I've, I've done that. Yeah. Reading a book. I have yeah. a stack of books I, I mean, need to Game get through. of Thrones, when that was happening, I oh, was yeah. on that every night. Like, yeah. oh, we got to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. And when I say we, I mean me, because I'm the only one that was watching he it. He didn't watch it with you? No. That's okay. I was no. my thing. I'm into it. It's all good. I mean, we didn't watch the previous seasons. I guess the last three seasons we watched together. I told him several them times, like, you're going to like this. You really Yeah, need I'm to surprised watch he would it. like it. And I just didn't want to. I don't know. Don't you think it's kind of daunting sometimes? Like if you find a series and it's like the second or last last season, like it's kind of daunting to like catch up, especially if it's like a pop culture thing. Like The Good Place. You and The Good. Like I just can't. I did the whole thing. But there's only four seasons. Like that's nothing. But I'm just saying I did the whole thing in like a week. (laughs) I've been known to not start a show. Right. Because there's only two seasons on Netflix, right. and like, I'm going to burn through that. I can't get into this. And, you know, when those shows like The Good Place, which I was just watching and just finished, right. like literally just finished, finished the Peaky last Blinders. episode yeah. today. And, um, you know, yeah, with those, you know, if you just have a couple seasons and you know the rest of it's out there, ugh, what do you do? Or, like, what, I'm just going to hang out here? And right, and wait is, a year? wait? That's a, a long time. For these but, shows that, that but you stream. Know, but you know, that's how we used to watch all of them because you had to wait for it you to didn't come around. To wait a, you didn't have to wait a year, though, because At the, the last end of a season. It would made a September. Okay. All right. Maybe I mean, not that's, a year. These streaming services, they make you wait a whole year. Well, but also, you know. Or HBO you makes were, you wait a lot if longer. If you were actually watching like one episode a week, it wouldn't be that bad. But no Who one, does that? Nobody's watching. It's like built for binging. You know, it it's is. built for binging where you just tune in and you just zombie out until right. you can't do it anymore. Right. <laughs> right. So it's funny. I made I made kind of a realization the other day. So when I, I used to work ICU and when I worked ICU nursing, you know, it's it's usually patients are normally sick, really sick. That's why they're in the ICU. Right. So it's heavy. It's mentally heavy. It's mentally draining. And you can't come home and process a heavy show. No. So I watched, during the time that I worked bedside and worked ICU, which was a lot of years, I watched all of the Housewives franchises. All of them. Yeah. And I would DVR them because that was what you did then. The opposite of heavy. Right. And it was my release. And I would come home and watch an episode or two after work in the morning. Mm -hmm. And just these women that were just obscene and spent money <laughs> like you wouldn't believe that oh, oh no I, I yeah I believe. yeah yeah it's crazy I cannot so now I've worked from home for five years I can't watch that stuff no. anymore and it very soon after I went to working from home I couldn't watch that anymore oh I can't uh, yeah I I'm, I can't do so it. now I watch murder shows yeah you want it heavy I do. Because you're not, you're not in the ICU anymore, so you're like... I need the mental where's the stimulation. Blood? Where's the guts? Right. I want, right. I want stuff like espionage. I yeah. want high-level, yes. I need high-risk. Yes, high-stakes. <laughs> Someone's dying. Somebody's been kidnapped, and we got to find them. 
Yeah. Like, those are the shows I watch now. And if I we don't now. find them, everybody's dead. That's right. And Grace. Because... Yeah. I feel that kind of about shows like Sherlock. Like, I really I got into like Sherlock, that. mm-hmm. and that's how I felt about that right. one. Is that I just, I really needed to just get into this mystery and just uh, right. lose myself in it a little bit. And, and I really kind of like feel the, like you're a part of it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I like the new, be in there. The new um, <laughs> ways that, like, Netflix and Amazon and stuff are doing these, like, Making a murderer and these like profiles of serial killers and stuff right. that they go through and do these big interviews and like I watched the Aaron Hernandez one and I watched I the Ted watch Bundy one. one. I, I'm I'm leery about starting them because I I do get sucked. Don't in. watch it late at night. Oh uh, no, I can't. No, 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 no. My goodness, but I do get sucked in with all right. of that, and then I start obsessing about things and like looking at people. And then I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> you become wary of the public. Yeah. And then I'm going, boy. Uh, so it could be anybody, right? Sometimes, so my neighbor and I are friends sometimes too. Sometimes these are right. these are just normal looking people. They tend to be very smart. You're pretty smart. Hmm. hmm. Should I wonder about? I you? do like I do like and- the books like that too. Like these, like mystery, but like there's a plot twist and there's oh, yeah. a. I loved. Yeah. I I read James Patterson for years. Oh like, sure. I loved reading all the right. James Patterson books. Mm-hmm. I kind of got out of it when I had kids because you know some of it at some point does become to me a little too heavy where I'm thinking about it constantly, like I overthink right. things. And then I start to apply it to, like, what I see I do that. around me. I do that with the books more than the shows. Like, right. I because I feel like when you're reading the book, you become more invested than the show. Because inevitably, when you're watching a show, there's other stuff going on. Like, I'm constantly doing something with my hands. Right. Like, I'm always doing some kind of needle craft work while yeah. I'm sitting watching a show. I used to do that. I don't do it as much right. anymore. So I'm always doing that. So I'm not as fully engaged as I am when you're in mm-hmm. a book. When you're reading a book and you you're, are having to imagine. It. Yeah, you're having to you're put your brain in the landscape and see the people in the descriptions. It totally changes that. So I try not to read things too heavy. Yeah. Just because I feel like it's a little more invoking than... Well, I think it's Other good. Stuff. I think it's good that we have uh, ways to sort of get away and deal with all of the kids stuff because you know it is really hard to try to figure out a balance of how do I get everybody in bed and take care yeah. of myself and sometimes we don't spend enough time on self care care of ourselves and just something as simple as I'm gonna watch my show tonight. I'm going to read my weird, creepy murder book. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's something that that does help your soul in a weird way. Right. And sometimes I do say, I do say to my husband, like, I just need a little time. He's like, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, you have to have the discussion eventually and say, you just have to understand this is a little bit of time I need for me Mm -hmm. that you just need to understand that that needs to happen. You need to be able to unwind, boy. A little bit. A little bit. Sometimes it's necessary. Because it's a lot of pressure. All this stuff, right? It is. And it's a Friday night. And tomorrow is Saturday. And we don't have to get up in the mornings. And we get to finish our wine and then hang out. Woohoo! So I'm going to put the over-under it three times the four-year-old's up. There you go. Over-under it three. (laughs) All right. 
Happy Friday. Peace.